I'm just a boy from Kansas out to save the world from chronic disease. And I truly mean that. Nobody is in control of your health but you. I can't heal you. Your doctor can't heal you. You have to heal you. And it's all about having the education empowerment to know what you need to be changing within yourself, within your life, to set your soul free and accomplish that best life that we all like to talk about. And I truly believe that the greatest medicine of all is to teach people how not to need it. I'm Brendan Vermeyer, the original Holistic Savage. Welcome to the Holistic Savage Podcast. conventional versus functional why is it versus like right. I'm, I'm trying to like save the save right. the planet here um but then you know you've got functional people that kind of demonize anything that's a prescription if it's a synthetic drug or a you know or bioidentical hormones it's like oh nothing but natural and it's like okay yeah i'm a big fan of always looking at nature to guide our critical thinking because like nature has been doing what nature does for millions of years our species has evolved for the past 200,000 years right i think there's a lot to be learned by looking at the natural progression however boom you know we have this amazing technology uh i mean you look at technology today versus 100 years ago versus mm -hmm. like 1920 to 1820 all right it didn't change that much from 1820 1920 but it sure as hell changed a lot from 1920 to 2020 or whatever we are right now um, so my point being though, I think we have to use the best, like let's use some good critical thinking, but why not make the most out of the technology available to us? And so right. I think HRT, it, it's almost like the pursuit of the superhuman because yeah, maybe in the, in the past we had to, uh, menopause, like that's, that's just the natural, natural way of life. And so it's like, well, just cause it's natural doesn't mean we can't, you know, work intelligently. Optimize it right exactly yeah. so i think the intelligent use of hormone replacement uh can be amazing and a lot of times too i get a lot of dudes a lot of dudes that come to me like yo bro low testosterone man like what do i do um and you know you can kind of chase that chase that rabbit hole of like well uh you know it's probably because of these trillion reasons so we have to right. run 100 tests and it's like at the same time we've got to focus on like this is a human that wants to increase their quality of life right now. And a lot of times too, if we can do something that's gonna powerfully make them feel better, mm -hmm. we're gonna be able to increase the, the trajectory and momentum of whatever health building program they go into. But I think we also, I think a big part of it is like, if somebody wants to use hormones, great. That's where I always tell them like, we need to use Dutch testing to really be monitoring right. the effectiveness of the HRT. Cause I kind of picture it like, you've got this complex piping system that's all of your biochemical pathways and you got that funnel at the top and it's like you're going to dump a big bucket of water but then the question becomes yeah how are those hormones being metabolized and we can't tell this off serum you know right. and that's, that's where right. that's, or saliva for that matter yeah you know really yeah. shining is we can see the you know the the 5 alpha reductase activity or the 2 4 16 oh pathways yep. so right um, you know, for, uh, you know, there's going to be a mix of people listening to this thing, a lot of practitioners, a lot of trainers, a lot of just people. Um, but I'd love to, before we then kind of move into like a little bit big picture holistic spirituality, um, you know, the estrogen metabolism and, and cause I think that is one of the wah, kind of focal points of the Dutch test. One of the most robust 
right. uh, parts of it is, you know, we've got these three primary estrogens. We have the three, um, you know, phase one. I'd love to hear, you know, the, the hormone queen speak to estrogen metabolism a little bit. Like the 101 for, for dummies that, you know, don't study this stuff for no, a little bit. aren't fully aware. Okay, so you have estrogen. This, and this applies to men too. I get this question. Do men yeah. have the same metabolism pathways? 100%. Yep. You have estrogen. You have E2, estradiol. E1, estrone, they go through phase one detoxification. When you go through phase one, you have three pathways you can choose from. Your two pathway, your four pathway, and your 16 pathway. They become two, four, 16 hydroxy is what we call them. And so the two is less car carcinogenic. It's not no carcinogenic. Everyone assumes it's healthy. It's not healthy. It's just less carcinogenic. The four has the potential to be much more carcinogenic. We definitely want to minimize the four pathway. The 16 pathway is what I call proliferative. It makes things grow. So it can increase your breast size at PMS. It can make your periods heavier. It can make fibroids and polyps grow, those kind of things. But it's also somewhat help, helpful for bone, bone growth, bone health. So, it, you know, Goldilocks, right? We want, we want just enough. So that's phase one, two, four, and 16. They are known as reactive oxygen species. So for those of you who know much about detoxification, Sometimes your body turns a chemical into a worse chemical before it turns it into a neutral chemical. This is that. This is one of those times. Your estrogen gets converted into something that's actually worse, and then it has to neutralize it. So phase one, they make it worse, neutralizes it through phase two. So once you go through phase two, that's where you go through COMPT, C-O-M-T, which is what we talked about earlier. The C-O-M-T, the M-T stands for methyl transferase, and it gets a methyl group on the estrogen. And that basically neutralizes it, makes it water soluble. Now that you're water soluble, you're very safe and you can get excreted out of the body. So you're a water soluble estrogen, you're in the cell and you need to get either urinated out or pooped out. So your body takes a little transporter, transport you across the cell membrane, like you get in a Uber and your Uber drives you across the membrane and dumps you either into circulation or into, which gets you to the bile or gets you to the kidneys. That's phase three detoxification out of the body. Once you're in the bile, in the intestines, and then you go out, you know, because you're packaged to go out. You can have problems at phase one. You can be a person who, your phase one is really slow. You can be a person who goes down too much of the four pathway, too much of the 16 pathway. You can have a problem at phase two. You don't put the methyl on your estrogen. You don't neutralize your estrogen very well. You could have a problem at phase three. So you could have very slow Uber drivers. You could have problems with your bile. Maybe you're missing your gallbladder. Maybe you have constipation. Maybe you have a lot of gut issues. You have a parasite, bacteria, you know, microbiome issues, candida, and that's screwing everything up. And so I teach it is phase one, two, three. That's the order it goes in. But you address it three, two, one. You have to be pooping and peeing regularly, and then you neutralize it, and then you work on phase one. And so it goes back to the conversation I, we were talking earlier about DIM. Everyone jumps on DIM, that's just phase one. Mm -hmm. If you have a phase one problem, great. If you don't, if your problem is at phase two or phase three, then all you're doing is making your estrogen convert into a reactive oxygen species faster. Mm -hmm. You are increasing your carcinogenic risk higher. So you have to treat three, two, one. Make sure you're focused on gut health first, then back up to the liver. Mm -hmm. So that's how you go through phase one, two, and three. And it's the same applies to men.
Totally. Yep. One 